Okay, so we everybody. Thank you everybody for joining. And uh, tonight we're going to learn um, from the Sefer Tana de Be'eliyahu because he talks about Yom Kippur and he actually reveals a great secret over here. <coughs> so um, it's going to tie in also to Tomer Devor in different ways. But let's read this piece. This is from Tana de Be'eliyahu, Tana de Be'eliyahu, Eliyahu Rabba Perik, Perik Aleph. Yomim Yitzaru. Hashem created the days. Veloy Echad Mehem. And he has one special day of the year, which is his special day. The question is, which day is Hashem's special day? Anybody want to take a guess? I, I would Shabbat. say. Which one? Shabbat. 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 Shabbat, is that what you said, Daniel? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll say Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Anything else? Okay, the Tanabelio says, Ze Yom Kippurim, it is Yom Kippur, the Yisrael. The special day to Hashem is Yom Kippur, the Yisrael. Now, let's understand why is that this most special day to Hashem? Also, the way he says it, it's Yom Kippur, the Yisrael. Well, as if to say it's a, a, the gift of Yom Kippur for Yisrael. Everybody knows the famous statement that Ravishwa Salantar made, he, he said, if when he goes to the next world and they give him an option for one wish, so to speak, one request, he would request to come back for one more Yom Kippur because he understood the tremendous power of, of cleansing and forgiveness of Yom Kippur. <clears throat> So the, the Elio Rabbi continues. So why is Yom Kippur special to Hashem? Because the day of Yom Kippur awakens tremendous happiness for Hashem. That he gave it in wonderful love to Klai Yisrael. Question, one second. I could understand why it's the simcha for Klai Yisrael, like this was Salat to said, because that's the day we, Hashem forgives us. But why is it a simcha for Hashem? He's hearing all day long, Hatasi, Avitsi, everybody's <clears throat> saying all their averas, as if they, uh, you know, it's, it's, they said, they, they confessing that they rebelled against Hashem. Why should it be a Hashem is happy when his children are doing tshuva, no? If we are his children, he should be happy that they do tshuva. Okay, I hear. That's, that's coming to towards the answer. <clears throat> so, he's saying that it's a great simcha for Hashem. And because he gave the Yom Kippur to Klai Yisrael in tremendous love. Now, <clears throat> the Eliyar Rabbi gives a mashram. Listen 
very carefully to this mushal, because it's not simple at all. Mashalu, mashal, lamada vardome. What is it like? What is Hashem's happiness and Yom Kippur like vis-a-vis the Klai Yisrael? Lamelech basavadam, to an earthly king, that his servants and his family took out their zevel, their garbage, and they dumped all their garbage in the king's front door. When the king went out of his house, and he saw this pile of garbage, he had this tremendous happiness, simcha, and joy. And this is the marshal, this is the comparison to Yom Kippurim. That he gave in great love and simcha to Klai Yisrael. One second. This marshal is counterintuitive. First of all, why was the king happy? It's the opposite. He should be angry. He should say, let's cut their heads off. The opposite. It's the, it's the, it's the tough deed of the Evid to take out the king's garbage. And they, now they're reversing the role. They want the king to take out their garbage. <clears throat> That's question number one. And question number two, what is the source of, the, of this marshal that on Yom Kippur, we dump our Averis in Hashem's lap. We, we, saw, we, saw, we should know precedent for that in the Torah. Like say, Tashlich, Tashlich b'mesudas yam kohatosam. We throw our sins into the, into the yam. As I say, we throw our sins into Hashem's lap. And even Yecheskel Anavi, who brought a Pasuk about Shuba, he said, throw off your sins and re- renew yourself. But he didn't say throw off your sins into Shem's lap. So what is, what is the mushal here that he's saying that the mushal is that they threw off their sins, they threw off their zevil, their garbage, by the front door of the, of the king, meaning into Hashem's lap. So these are the two questions. <clears throat> Just to review, the first question is, why should the king be happy? It's not, it's not uh, it should be the opposite. He should be angry that the Evid reversed the role and dumped his garbage in the king's front door. And the second question is, there's no precedent that we know of that when we dump our sins or our zevil on Yom Kippur, we dump it into Hashem's lap. We dump it into the sea or, or some other place. But who says we dump it into Hashem's lap? But that's what the marshal is saying. <clears throat> the answer is, anybody want to try to answer this? Question number one or question number two? Just, just to let the Rov know that this afternoon, I learned this exact marshal with my kids. Oh, very good. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, let me, let's just repeat for Rabbi Yaakov the marshal that we're holding here. 
<coughs> it's from Tanya Be Eliyahu, with your permission, everybody. We'll say it very briefly that there's a marshal of Yom Kippur, which is brought in the Eli Rabbah, and the marshal is that the servants of the king and the children of the king, they dump their garbage in the king's front door. The king comes out of his palace and he's very happy to see the garbage. Two questions. Question number one, why would the king be happy to see that, they, that his servants and family dump their garbage in his front door? It's the opposite. He should be angry because his tapki is, to, is, is not to take out the garbage. It's, it's the Evid's tapki. Evid is reversing the role and dumping his garbage on the king. Why would the king be happy over that? Question number two, where do we see any precedent in the Torah that our sins, because the Mushal is really talking about our garbage, our sins, that we dump our sins into Hashem's front door, into Hashem's lap? We don't say that by Tashlik, but by Tashlik we say, Tashlik Mesudas Yam Kol Hatoisam. And even Yechaskil the Navi, who had a Nebuah about Shuba, he said, cast off your sins so you can renew yourself. Didn't say cast off your sins into Hashem's lap. He just said, cast them off, get them off, get them off your chest, get the poison out of you. But he didn't say unto Hashem. These are the two questions. And the answer to the question is, and listen very carefully. When we talk about kedusha, holiness, and tuma, impurity, this is completely and only exclusively in the hands of a kodesh Baruchu. Man has no role in creating Kedusha or Tuma or, or for certainly not to convert Tuma to, to Tahara. It's not possible in the, in the human realm. Like we have the laws of the Paraduma where we convert the Tuma's mace to Kedusha and we purify the, the person. Only Hashem can do that. <clears throat> so the whole Yisod or the whole Sod of Yom Kippur is our recognition that our purification, the conversion of going from a state of tuma, impurity, to kedusha or tahara, sanctification, impurity, is completely and totally in the hands of Hashem. It's nothing to do with us. Only Hashem can make that purification and that sanctification. And that's the symbolism of the of Adin, the mishpacha, mishpacha dumping their zevil in the front door of the king, and the king is happy. Why is the king happy? He says, ah, they recognize that only, only the king can convert the tumor to tahara. Only the king can convert the zevel into something holy and pure. Without that recognition, Yom Kippur doesn't begin. <clears throat> and so the king is happy, just like the king in the mushal was happy. HaKadosh Baruch was happy on Yom Kippur. And we say, Ashamnu, Bagadnu, we say, Davidui. Because we're saying it to Hashem, we're, we're, we're expressing and recognizing that only Hashem can clean up our zevil, clean up our mess, can, can make us holy. And yes, it's embarrassing to confess our sins, especially if you get you know, deep into yourself and you realize your motivations and your, your thoughts and how much you didn't learn and how much you did learn and was all full of superficiality and all the improper things we said and did and our eyes, everything, and our inner motivations. It, yes, it's very embarrassing. But the more that we express it, the more that we admit it, 
the more that we let out the zevil, the, the, the toxic garbage that we have inside of ourselves, the, the, the happier Hashem is and the more he's going to forgive us. But if we don't acknowledge it, if we don't express it, if we don't dump our garbage out into Hashem's front door, there's not, he's not going to be a purification for those aspects of ourself which we're, we're not acknowledged and recognized. <clears throat> now, the Midrash continues. Everybody has, has, is with me at this point. Any questions, comments? Okay. Let's continue with the Elio Rabba. Not only that, not only is Hashem happy when we dump our zevil, our garbage, into his front door, when Hashem forgives us for all of the sins that we did, he is not sad whatsoever. He has a tremendous simcha. This, this, again, this again has to be answered. What do you mean? He's, he's, he's not sad. He sees all the Lashin Hora and all the little Torah and all the anger and all the Gaiva, etc., etc. And everybody sang it. All the shuls are packed with people confessing what they did to Hashem, saying, we doing. Why, why should it make him sad? So Daniel said, because it's the process of tshuva. You're, and you're right. But Yitzhak Blazer has a beautiful mushroom, which we've discussed many times before, based on the Talmud Devor of Oberal Pesha. Hashem washes away the sin. And the mushroom is a baby soils his diaper. And everybody around says, oh, it stinks, etc." Comes the mother, and all she wants to do is clean the baby. And she picks him up, and she's kissing him, and she adjusts the temperature of the water, and she has a special soap. She just wants to clean him up, because her whole tachlis is just to clean, clean up her baby and get him uh, fresh and clean. And the same thing with Hashem. And Yom Kippur, all he wants to do is clean us up. So he's happy to cl clean us up and remove all of the zevel, all of the toxic waste, all the spiritual tumor, which is, uh, which is uh, in, in us. Hashem declares to the whole world, rejoice with me because because of this great simcha that I was able to give this mechila, this cleansing to the Klai Yisrael. And therefore a person should remember from the time of Abravinu all of the wonders, all of the nisim that Hashem had done for Christ, in other words, the love that Hashem has for us, because when we recognize the love that Hashem has for us, then we'll be confident on Yom Kippur that Hashem will forgive us and purify us. And this is what it says, I will cleanse your sins like a, like a cloud which is uh, dissipated by the wind. Just like the cloud is dissipated by the wind, so too your avoidos your of clients will be dissipated in this world as well as the next world. 
And what does it mean when it says, Galticha, I will redeem you. Galticha, be safer. Misa, I will, I will redeem you from the book of death. And I will place you and inscribe you in the book of life. That's what it means. Galticha, I will redeem you. So this is the great wonder, the great miracle of the Kippur, of Tshuva. It gives us a different perspective on it that maybe we didn't realize before. That it's really they have Simcha. And it's Hashem Simcha. And it's Hashem's love for us. <clears throat> but the whole thing is dependent upon one thing that we recognize. The cleansing and the purification, reversing the tumor to Tahara, is completely in the hands of Hashem. And the more that we express that, the more that we say, and the more that we throw out our garbage, so to speak, the more Hashem can give us and will forgive us. So we have the Bas Ayin, who has a beautiful parish on the Chumash, and he talks about the... May Mariva, the incident where Moshe was told by Hashem to hit the rock and where after Miriam Nevias died and the, wa the water supply vanished and everybody, thousands of people were crying out to Moshe, Bay, water, water, we're going to die in the blazing desert over here. And everybody was feeling for their life. And Hashem told Moshe, speak to the rock. And all the people are gathering around there, water, water. And Moshe says, you rebellious people. And he hits the rock with his staff. And because of this, he's denied the entrance into Eretz Israel. And all the Mephoshim want to explain what is his chet in this incident. And some say this, and some say that. Comes to Basayan and he lays down two foundational principles. He says, principle number one, both from the Zohar, that Hashem created the world in order to be called Hatov, the good one. He's, he's, a, he's his essence is good, and he revealed it through the creation of the world. That's the first principle. And the second principle is that Hashem created Tshuva before he created the world, because he knew that man is subject to the, the Yetzirah, and therefore he has to have a process to redeem himself, to cure himself, and that's Tshuva. So now Hashem tells Moshe to speak to the rock. And under the lachats of the situation, Moshe blurts out to the people, he says, Hamorim, you rebellious his people, at a little kas. And he said, oh, I just had a chet, and I sinned with my mouth. My mouth is now, it has a kilkel in it, and there's no way Hashem is going to forgive me, and therefore I cannot longer speak to the rock because my mouth is, is mekalkel, and I have no choice. He took his staff, and he smacked the rock. Says the Basai, here is Moshe's chet. He didn't believe that Hashem would forgive him immediately and fix the kilkul in his mouth. That was his chet, his lack of belief in Hashem. He didn't, he didn't believe strongly enough in the two principles that Hashem is completely good and that Hashem created the world because he knows, anticipates that we're going to sometimes fall as human beings, part of the human experience. And therefore, we have to give ourselves a chizuk and strengthen ourselves with the moon of shlema. 100% faith in Hashem, that Hashem is infinitely rachamim, infinitely full of rachamim, and he created tshuva for our benefit, to heal us and, and cure us, we can self-correct self ourselves, and that Hashem will forgive us. We, we must believe this. And this is the, uh, the great lesson that the, the Badayin tells us about the, this, the Meimah River incident with Moshe Rabbeinu. Why is Yom Kippur the whole day? 
if Hashem wants to clean us, why can he clean us in one second? Just snap the fingers and we get clean. And listen to the answer. Because Hashem can only clean us when we throw out our garbage, when we acknowledge our het, we, we acknowledge our tumah, we, we acknowledge our inner zevil. And we say, Hashem, we spoke Lashon Hora. Hashem, we had terrible thoughts. Hashem, we have toxic feelings, whatever. Bittul Torah. When we say it and we get rid of it, then Hashem can forgive it. But as long as it stays, the tumor stays in us, as long as the garbage is in our, our hearts and souls, Hashem cannot forgive us. So that's part of Hashem Simcha, that he wants us to release. And he makes, us, he makes it, he will not forgive us unless we release the toxicity within us. And this is the great lesson that we learned from the Tanah of Eliyahu, giving us a whole different perspective on Yom Kippur and Shuvah, that's a day of great simcha, a great a day of great Hashem revealing His love. And the avoda of the day is to release our zevel, release our tumah, and Hashem will happily cleanse it and reverse the, the toxicity, the tumah, the purity and kedusha, and, be, and he's happy to do it, but be, because he's happy because man realizes that only Hashem is the master of kedusha and tuma and the conversion of the tuma the Sahara. It's, all, it's completely in Hashem's hands, and that's why we dump our our tuma on Hashem's lap. Because we know only Hashem can take care of it, and that's what makes Hashem happy. And this is the great opportunity of the Kippur that we have before us coming up in a few days. This is what I want to share with everybody tonight. If anybody has any comments, questions, shares, or stories that relates to the matter or doesn't relate to the matter, or anything else you want to ask. I have a question, Rov. Yes. It's a bit of a kasher on the battalion. Yes. Um, in, in the incident when Moshe uh, hit the rock, um, and that was and that was showing his uh, his hate and, 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 and his lack of uh, belief. Yeah. Surely, he surely he did tshuva for that action afterwards. Surely, or, or, or did he not do a full tshuva? That um, so, so so he did the one hate, but now surely he did a tshuva after that for the hitting of the rock. Um, yet he was still not allowed to go into Eretz Israel. Um, did he not do a tshuva on that, on that trade? He did tshuva immediately for hitting the rock. And, and, and he did tshuva immediately for saying, calling them hamorim, the rebellious people. He did tshuva immediately. <clears throat> for sure. But his chet was, he didn't believe Hashem would forgive him immediately. That was his chet. So, so, he, he's saying, so he's saying he didn't do tshuva on that chet, and that's why he still couldn't go in? Yes, exactly right. Rabbi, I, I heard, you hear me okay? I, I, I heard there were some sources that say uh, that there was something, a, a sin that the Moshe Rabbeinah had that was greater than the waters of Meribah. Um, I think it was, I just can't think, I've got a mental block now, you'd know. Uh, and 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 that and 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 he never could have received such a, a, pe a penalty in onesh for 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 just the incident at the waters of Meribah. There was something more than that. 
Or maybe I'm getting things mixed up. I don't know. Okay, the, the, all the perushim give yeah, yeah. idea of why, but the, the Barayan said this specific reason, yeah. which is a very important, powerful reason that the, the, the prime chet, yeah. which came against Moshe Benu, which denied him entry to Israel, he didn't yeah. believe Hashem would forgive him immediately. And that's yeah. what we get the message. Hashem will immediately forgive us. Yeah. Immediately. That, that's the point we have to get going into Yom Kippur. And yeah. of course, the forgiveness is dependent upon our um, uh, saying Vidui and, and acknowledging our garbage, releasing the garbage. And that's part of Hashem Simk as well, that we, we release all of our, it gives us 24 hours to, to get rid of all the garbage, but we have to release it. Even though we, we know there are some sins that are forgiven only uh, either on Yom Kippur or on Yom Mita or some, I thought, Hilul Hashem, when is it forgiven, Hilul Hashem? I mean, there are different grades of when tshuva is, is actuated, isn't it? Even though there's different grades of uh, when tshuva is, is effective, <coughs> the Sefer Haredim says very clearly, or no, in the in the Kachbeur, different different sefers, it's very clearly that there are tikkunim that we can make <coughs> that will make the tshuva effective. So, you know, let's say uh, somebody has a Hillel Hashem, you can correct that by making a Kiddush Hashem. It's called Tshuva Mishkoilus. So we have, to be, we have to be aware of that. There are certain, certain aspects which make it seem like very scary, like, oh, Hashem will never forgive me. Ain't the Vah Melech Tshuva. There's nothing, that, nothing that blocks Tshuva from being affected. And that's, it's a big uh, mikshol that, that people think, oh, Hashem will never forgive me. And this is this was what, what the Barayim was saying. We have to believe 100% that Hashem will accept our tshuva. When, when, the, when Hashem made the gezerah, that the, the people are going to die in the Midbar, so 40 years, they were dying and dying and dying. <clears throat> but the last, uh, last generation, the last group of people that had to die in the 40th year, they didn't die. They went into Eretz Israel because they knew that year they were going to die and they begged Hashem to, to Mavata yeah. the gezerah and Hashem is Mabatik Gezerah. So it doesn't matter if there's a Gezerah. Hashem's will listen to our tefillahs if we knock on his door and we beg Hashem to forgive us. Hashem will forgive us. We have to believe that. Ain't the bar melech mea tshuva. Any other comments, questions, stories, or shares? Arav. Yes. I'm Arav Yakiva, Shrechem Yisrael. Beautiful. So now, now I never understood why it said Why does it need to say it twice? Before whom are you cleansed and who cleanses you? So now I understand. Before whom are you cleansed? That's us exposing our veras. And then who cleanses you? That's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Beautiful shot. We're gonna write that down. That's a Mishnah, right? Yeah. Where, where is that Mishnah? Mistama and Yuma, yeah. Mistama and Yuma, yeah, right. Mistama, I'm not sure. 
Okay, Shakaya, beautiful. That's beautiful. It's the famous uh, Rabbi Akiva, what we sing on Lag Boyna. Right, beautiful. Tiske Levitzmus. Any other comments? Can't hear you, Asher. Still can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Okay, Daniel writes the point and then you answer with different letters. Is there, it seems by your answer and Daniel's question, that there are different methodologies of doing tuba that we have to understand. Like you, you mentioned, then you have to do this type of tuba. Um, I didn't understand it that way that there were, I thought that charity, repentance, and prayer removes evil degree and doing tuba itself. But is there a sort of methodology? Of di for different pets that you do different types of tshuva. That's my question. If you're talking about the last few, how does tshuva Yona In my opinion, I could be wrong, but my understanding is that tshuva Yona is more powerful than Yom Kippur. Why? Because Tshuva Yona interfaces with the sphere of being itself, the Hamishim Shari Bina, and it's available to, available to us every second of our lives. But that takes our effort to have that Kavana to Ma'erant and connect to, to the, the, the Shar of Bina, the Mida Bina. Yom Kippur is a day that Hashem says this is his best, best day of the year, because in this day Hashem opens up the gates of Rachamim. And he says, okay, I'm available to cleanse all the zevel, all the toxicity that is, but you just have to release it. <clears throat> but but Chuvel Yona is, is a much more powerful system because you're actually interfacing with the sphere of being itself. And that's a, that's a, a more powerful light because you're actually cleansing yourself by trans transforming or ascending to the essence of your soul. I could be wrong, this is my theory. What I was thinking about today. So what he's saying is that we should have two Liana in mind when we do Chuba, period. Yes. <laughs> and again, Chazal tell us, ain't the bar made play a chuba. We have to believe that. There's nothing the chuba cannot repair, amend, fix in the <clears throat> Any other questions, comments, shares, stories? <clears throat> okay. Somebody came to me yesterday, Friday morning, I, I mentioned this today, and he said that he doesn't feel that he has any sins or shortcomings for the past year. He doesn't know how to go. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, my. I told him the Kaddish Elyon of Yosef Shaliktiya, who wrote the Shari Or, it was 300 years before the Rizal and the Ramak, the Rizal held by him very much. He was the, one of the greatest masters of Kabbalah for many Sforim. And uh, he, had a, he was very sick and he had a dream. It's brought in the Sefer Haredim. And in the dream, 
they were weighing his, his deeds. And he had 50, 50, 50 merits and 50 avoiders. And he was like in a state of delirium, delirious. And he, then he woke up and he, and he put on his tefillin and he went from Marvis Lechaim. This is if Yosef Shiloktilia. Imagine if he was 50 50, but that's, that's what I told you. I told him to make Heshbon Epic, you know, fine. But everybody's, everybody has to look at himself as 50 50. That's what Chazal tells us, but it, it is a reality. Anyway, I wish everybody a good year. We should go into to Yom Kippur with the Amuna, Shlema, and Hashem will forgive us. And it should be a day of Simcha, Amen. a day of liberation, horror, and a day of forgiveness, and a day of happiness, and Simcha in Shemaim and Simcha in the Oritz, seeing Hashem love for us. Amen. 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 Muktav Kesser El Yon Kesser Yit no Lepo Adonoi, Rejus Iris Ho, Hagadum or Shumark Masro, Hasdum or May I intimate Behine Loma Rejus Hok Megiras Adonoi, Rehoivois and Nakalea Muna, my Mamukim. Mogoim benedar bekayag dubura moti yoro meyein tamura pachad yitzchak mishpoteinu aira atagi boli olam adonoi mihelkam oivo oisengidoi los avir yakoiv noi rosehi lo tiferes Israel. Shomei <laughs>